0: I'm training for my first triathlon in over 10 years right now and the parallels between training and growing a business are just astounding me um and I'm realizing that I'm showing up for myself in my training with a lot more devotion and consistency than I'm showing up for myself in my business right now and a big piece of that is that I'm not working with my natural energetic cycles enough and that is one of the lessons that I'm going to share in this episode today. And whether you have a big athletic goal or a big business goal, um, there's something here for you. So let's dive in. Hi, I'm Jackie Johnstone, and welcome to my not podcast, Muffs, where I take all of the things that I'm learning about and that my line one is diving into and line three them. and make them practical. I'm a one three sacral manifesting generator for those who know what that means. And this is where I tell stories from my real life and share how concepts like human design can be practically applied, right? So what? Let's take it out of the book and into real life. Grab a cup of tea, pull up a log, join me around the fire, and let's go have you ever wished that you could maybe run a 5k or a marathon or complete a century ride or hike up kilimanjaro enter a crossfit competition or any kind of other you know athletic challenge and thought yeah but i could never do that or maybe it's looking at someone else's business and the amount of money they're making the stages they're speaking on their best-selling book, whatever the case may be, and thought, yeah, but I could never do that. (sighs) I'm training, as I said, for my first triathlon in over 10 years, and I'm just seeing the parallels between training for something, you know, challenging, athletically challenging, um, and growing a business. It all starts with this little seed, right, of, I wonder if I could. And then grows into a tendril of, hmm, I think this might be possible for me. So then you make a plan and set a goal, which leads to the commitment of showing up, of, you know, adapting to whatever obstacles show up and making it work for your life. And over time, the work adds up to the feeling of, I'm doing this. And then that sense of real accomplishment and pride when you do the thing that you previously weren't sure you could which is honestly one of the best fucking feelings in the world, in my opinion. So whatever it is, whether it's a big goal in your business, in your life, uh, you know, athletically or otherwise, um, there are parallels that I'm seeing and some lessons that I think we can all use in our business. So the first is, You wouldn't decide to run a marathon tomorrow and really believe that you could do it if you haven't run at all in 20 years right you would start smaller you would build up slowly maybe do a 5k maybe download the couch to 5k program which is a great program for starting out if you've never run by the way and you know follow that and build up slowly over time so that you're taking care of your body and you're making sure that what you're doing your training is sustainable So when we think about, you know, big vision or goals in our business, where can you break down that big vision and goal into smaller, more manageable, more sustainable steps? Where can you couch to 5K that marathon? Because it's totally cliche, but business really is more of a marathon than a sprint. And you could run 100 meters right off the couch, never having run for 20 years, Um, But if you did that with a marathon, you would end up injured if you could finish at all, right? You'd feel like a failure and you just wouldn't be in the game anymore. And that would happen really quickly. So thinking about how can I break down my big long-term vision or goal into smaller, more manageable, more sustainable steps because we are in this for the long haul. And this can be especially hard because we have so much programming, I think, societally around, you know, glorifying the overnight success and feeling like it's not happening fast enough and we need to earn more. And we need to double our revenue, triple our revenue. You know, there's this like hustle mentality and somehow it it's more successful or worth more if you can do it faster. And when I think about that in the training context, like that does just, it doesn't even make sense because it's like the minute you try to go from couch to marathon and you get injured and you can't do it anymore, getting there faster and crossing that, if you can even cross the marathon finish line um, as quick as possible, right? In the shortest amount of time. Like, are you enjoying that? Is this going to be sustainable? Are you going to keep running after that experience? Probably not. So like a more sustainable more enjoyable, more manageable, build is way more satisfying and way more like doable for the long term, which is what we want, right? You don't wanna be in business for six months, you wanna be in business for 16 years or longer, right? So yeah, that frame really helped me and I hope it helps you too. The next parallel that I think we can definitely use in our business that shows up in training, you know, when you sign up for an event or set a goal, especially if it's something that you've never done before, signing up for your first triathlon, your first century ride, whatever it is, you have to figure out what you need to know, where to find that information and how best to prepare yourself, right? The, The first time I did a triathlon, I didn't know Anything about trampolines? <laughs> like literally nothing. Like, what kind of gear do you need? What kinds of things do you train? How do you, you know, like how do you set it up so that you can um, be successful and get through transition? Right, where you train that area where you change from sport to sport as quickly as possible. Um, you know, like what kinds of training do do you need to do and you need to focus on to be successful? at that first event. And so I, you know, my line one loves information gathering and I like joined an online kind of forum where there were people talking about triathlon training. I bought a bunch of books um, and I put together a training plan and I did a lot of research before that first triathlon and then tried things out. right? Um, now 10 years later I'm going back to it luckily I have lots of things to lean on and there's a local triathlon club here in Fredericton so I've joined and I was able to go and do a um, open water swim clinic with them like two weeks ago and I hadn't been in open water swimming again since more than 10 years Um, I've been swimming in the pool to train so remembering what it feels like to be in a lake or in, in the ocean again, where you can't see the line on the bottom of the pool, where you're not turning around and stopping every 25 meters, um, how to manage sighting, right. How to manage your breath, um, and corner, how to manage swimming with a lot of people around you. Um, all of that's really useful. So when you're doing something new, there's this, there's a pretty big learning curve, but you don't have to do it alone right? There are resources out there and this totally parallels in our lives and businesses, right? Like when we're doing something brand new in our business, what kind of support or guidance do we need and where can we get it? Where are the gaps in what you know? Where do you know, where can you see that you're, you're going to need support? Where can you lean on somebody who's already done these things? Who's already got, um, A wealth of experience and knowledge to share, right? Whether that's a coach or a program or a course or a book or, you know, a mastermind or whatever it is. Um, We don't have to like figure it out completely alone from the ground up, right? The internet alone is a brilliant resource one of the kind of inevitable things that you notice when you're showing up and training regularly is that some days you feel fucking great and some days you feel like ass um i love training on those days when you feel like you're flying like you have all this gas in the tank and you can go farther and faster Than you ever have before, and it all feels really easy, and that's when you're reaping the rewards for all the training that you've been doing, right? And the stars have aligned. You had a great sleep, you know, you've recovered well, you've been fueling well, and you just have like a like uh, one of those amazing training days. But the real work actually comes on the days that you feel like. But you show up anyway, right? Where, yes, you listen to your body. And if you really do need a rest day, regardless of what's written on the schedule, sometimes that's the most courageous thing you can do, right? Is to say, actually, what's gonna get me closer to my goals today is not training. And sometimes you really do just need to push through the like, ugh, and the like slog and the kind of lazy, a body at rest wants to stay at rest <laughs> physics of it all, right? Um, And just do the work and show up for the workout. Sometimes it gets better within the first 10 or 15 minutes. And sometimes the whole workout feels like a bit of a slog. And that's okay. That's like part of the work of training, right? Not every single day is going to feel amazing. And then when I think about business, like how am I showing up for my business on the days when I feel like ass, on the days when I don't feel like showing up? and am i being really honest with myself on the courageous cho- choice to rest cuz sometimes we that's what we really need versus when i'm just feeling demotivated or like uh and i'm not really good. i'm i'm choosing um not to push through that and not to show up and do the damn work um so i think getting really clear and honest with ourselves and asking you know how am I showing up on the days when I don't feel like I'm flying? <laughs> how am I showing up on the days when I don't feel super motivated or excited or have something like, you know, that I can't wait to work on? How am I showing up on those harder days? And how am I also being honest about when I need a rest day? Those are related and being really clear. like We know in our bodies, right, when, it, when does it move me forward to rest and when does it move me closer to my goals to show up and just do the, do the work, even if I don't feel like doing it when you sign up for an event or a competition where there's a day in which you're going to show up and perform you realize that there are so many things that you cannot control on that particular day right i can't control the weather that day is it going to be super duper hot or cold is it going to be raining am i going to get a cramp Am I going to get a flat tire? You know, like, is someone going to kick my, kick my goggles off my head during the swim? Like there are so many um, variables that you can't control the day that you show up, right? And race or compete. And what we can control is showing up for training to give myself the best shot to perform well on that day and maybe that day isn't going to go my way. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, right? But I can show up in, you know, with the, in the best shape that I can, with all of the training under my belt, having researched all of the things, you know, have it all the system set up to get me to the finish line. And when you think about your business, it is so much like what we can control are the systems that lead us to the goal. Right, We can set revenue goals or a number of clients that we want, but the only thing we can control is how we're showing up for that. How many people are we reaching out to? How many emails are we sending? How many social media posts are we creating? How am I managing my mind and my beliefs as I show up for my business every day? What does my energy feel like when I show up? Those are the things I can control. I can't actually control the amount of money that comes in the door, or the amount of clients that sign up. I can't actually control the conditions on race day or my final time as I cross the finish line because of the myriad of factors, but I can show up and do the training, follow the system that's going to give me the best um, possibility of success that day. So what systems that lead to whatever goal you have in your business or life and how are you working them, right? How are you showing up for your training? How are you making sure you're giving yourself the best shot? One of the things that I realized very early on, (laughs) um, definitely my first triathlon, although maybe even when I did my first 5K, that that amazing feeling of crossing a finish line has absolutely nothing to do with where you place or how many people finished ahead of you or how fast an olympian can actually do your event right like what's the world record pace for example um for those of us who are not competitive athletes anyway you are only racing yourself right and if you get sucked into trying to run somebody else's race right of like trying to go at somebody else's pace and keep up with them Um, that that is the fast track to what we call bonking, which is basically running out of gas. So if I'm not running my pace, I'm trying to keep up with somebody else. Sometimes it can be a little bit motivating, but then it can pull you so far away from what your body wants to do and the race that your body wants to run that you can get to this like wall or bonk where you're just out of gas and you can't go anymore. And then (laughs) trying to continue going after that point is very painful. So when I think about that in business, and think about how many, how much time do we spend, or energy do we spend comparing ourselves to other people in our industry, right? Or feeling like a failure because it's not happening fast enough. Like that's just like trying to compare myself to the person who wins my age group, or the Olympian who does a, uh, you know, a triathlon in, in half the time that it takes me. Like, that's not helpful because I'm running my own race. I'm building my own business. And so I think that is a frame, right? We're only racing ourselves. Um, That can really help in business to readjust, especially because we are swimming in this social media age where it's very hard not to see what other people are doing, how fast they're going, or how much money they're making. And remember that their race is theirs and my race is mine. And finally, I alluded to this in the beginning, but this is, this is the um, lesson from training that I've most realized that I am not applying in my own business. When we train over a long period of time, we have these kind of seasons and rhythms and cycles, right? Off season work versus in season work where the focus might be different on what you're doing. Um, slower, longer efforts. Um, not every workout is done at race pace, right? The week right before a race, you do a taper, which is like scaling your training way back so that you can show up fresh and rested on race day. And after a race, obviously you give yourself this kind of recovery time before you dive back in because you put up like a really big effort and then you need to like, let your body recover before you go back to the same volume of training and these cycles are so important to making sure that the training is sustainable that you're injury free and that you are able to give your best on race day or perform one you know the day of the competition and then when i start to think about my business there are seasons and rhythms and cycles in business too right into our own energy and We are swimming in this like capitalistic hustle culture where we're expected to go at race pace all of the time because that's the way to be successful. And when I sit back and look at myself and be like, where are you trying to go at race pace every day, every week, every month in your business? And where could I be working with my natural energetic cycles more? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. A part of that might be the manifesting generator ness, right? Of like, I do want to move quick. I do have a lot of energy, and I still have. Cycles and I've you know it's it's been a good while now that I've been tracking kind of the moon cycles so new moon full moon and what does that mean for the energy and what are the like what's the moon sign following the astrological and then sort of the days of the week which days of the week have what kinds of energy and how to take Mondays off and be in like my my lundi my my moon flow on a Monday and work also even with my own you know, female cycle, um, monthly cycle to see how that affects my energy. And I still let my brain tell me that I'm not going fast enough and I'm not working hard enough when I'm in a period where things are slower. And so leaning back and being like more intentional with what's in season and off season, what, what's a, uh, You know, at what point in the cycle am I ready to push and what point in the cycle am I pulling back? How am I setting up my energy to kind of taper before a big output, for example? Um, There was a time, mm, probably a month or two ago, where my schedule was very full because I was doing a whole lot of VIP days for my brilliant retreat participants Um, because we didn't get to go to France for our retreat. So I did a bunch of, I did a set of two full day VIP days for each participant and fitting all of those into my calendar um, required a little bit of Tetris. And there was a three or four week period where I was coaching like three full days a week um, or more. And it was really cool because I saw that I was super lit up by it and I was really enjoying the process. Um, and I was really in it. And then once that was over, my body naturally pulled back. And there was like a week or two, three, (laughs) where the output of my work went way down because I had put this like big effort out and then I needed to scale back and actually reflecting further on it. the, The two weeks before things got really jammed up in terms of like full, full, full coaching schedule Um, I did pretty much nothing but read novels for two full weeks. And I thought at the time that I was procrastinating. But really, my body was like in control, kind of preparing for the fact that there was going to be this big output of energy. And had I had the foresight to see the cycle, I would have spent a lot less time guilting myself for sitting reading a novel pretty much all day (laughs) um, for two weeks straight, because that is what I needed to have the energy to show up for those four weeks, like full on, and then you know, cycle out again. So this is a lesson that I'm personally really looking at right now. Like how can I try and work with the cycles? How do I predict them to some degree and build them in and then work with whatever ends up showing up in the moment? Um, and actually taking one week off a month from calls is, what, is a new thing that I'm doing to try and build in that kind of monthly cycle as well in terms of the volume of work and having a week where there's more space. So which of these lessons landed most for you right now? I would love to know so we can cheer each other on. That's actually one of my favorite things about a real like event, a race competition is the people on the sidelines and at the finish line just cheering and witnessing and honoring what it takes to show up. Like we really need more of that in their lives. And I want to cheer you on with sparkling pom-poms and a great big sign at the finish line with your name on it. So I'd love to know. Feel free to DM me or send me an email, jackie at jackiejohnstone.com. And if you have a big goal on your heart, whether that's in your life whether it's an athletic thing or in your business thing or whatever it is that, you know, that little seed of, I wonder if I could, um, where you might be thinking like, yeah, but I can never do that. I would be so honored to support you in going for that delicious sense of accomplishment and pride when you do a thing that you previously didn't think that you could, or weren't sure that you could, Um, whether it's athletic, whether it's in business, whether it's in life. Um, Honestly, for me, you know, setting these athletic goals is business building because you experience in your body what it feels like to show up with consistency, devotion, and fucking astound yourself with how capable you are when you set your mind to something. (laughs) It's such a huge self-belief booster. And it, it could be anything, right? It doesn't have to be. Um, It doesn't have to be an athletic goal. Life is meant to be an adventure. And you deserve to surprise and delight yourself with your untapped capability and to feel that success and satisfaction really settle into your bones. And to remember that you are stardust, magic, and a force of fucking nature. And that is exactly why I created Time to Shift which is a four-session self-belief booster to achieve and believe in your big goal, whatever that is. Human design to bring your energetics to the table. Subconscious transformation to release limiting beliefs, identities that that don't serve you to getting to that goal. Breathwork to anchor it all in to your body and me cheerleading with the sparkly pom-poms and the big fucking sign. I am so excited <laughs> for this offer and for the four humans that I can feel um, just waiting for it. So if you know it's your time to shift, um, you can check it out on my website at JackieJohnstone.ca forward slash store. It's called Time to Shift. Or you can send me a DM or an email, Jackie at JackieJohnstone.com. And we can talk about it more. That feeling of accomplishment and pride is so amazing. I can't wait to help you create it. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for Lumos today. I'm having so much fun showing up and recording these in the snitches and snatches of time and just being able to talk to you um, again. So I would be really grateful if you... If this resonated, if you share it with a friend, put it on your social media or send me a DM, I love, love, love hearing from you. And if you want to learn more about how we might work together, you can go and check out my website at JackieJohnstone.ca. See you next time.